What's up? What's up? It's your boy. Case still walking the words of wisdom and how's everybody doing on this beautiful day? Listen, uh, we're in the season of Thanksgiving, having some kind of attitude for gratitude. You hear me? You know, Thanksgiving is coming and COVID has made 2020 something different, something different, y'all. And with all the the bad things that has happened, there's also been some good things. So I'm just grateful that <laughs> 2020 is almost up. Let's just go ahead and say it like it is. I'm grateful for this new year and this new season uh, that is coming and the expectation of whatever miracle signs and wonders and breakthroughs that's coming. You know what I'm saying? I always have to find something to be grateful for, to look up, look at my cup half full instead of half empty. And without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about it. So uh, today's segment. Oh, before I go into that, thank you all for those who donate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those who subscribe. I appreciate you. Um, but without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about pick your poison. I think um, there's so many different things that we can use um, for the example of poison in our life. And so I've been having a lot of good conversations lately. And I'm just going to name off a few things of poison. But, you know, we're just going to talk. Let's just talk, people. So one of the poison idolizing an idol is, you know, anything that you kind of for those who aren't religious, but anything that you kind of put above God. So in other words, you have some some things can be people's like little G's, little gods in your life. You know, um, for example, uh, your car can be an idol. You can you know, that can be your baby and you put that car above everything else. Um, a person can be an idol. Uh, your stuff, if you got a big house and lots of money, those things can be your idol. But that can also be a poison. You know, so that's one of the poisons. Um, idolizing things. Laziness. Because I'm going to get to what I really want to talk about. But I'm just naming a few uh poisons i would say laziness can be a serious poison to your forward progress procrastination goes right along with laziness and to be honest with you i think i know i've dealt with it i know you a couple of y'all that's listening right now probably dealt with it to a certain degree but i think um it is really a poison laziness to me is like a slow poison though it's like a poison that the more you're you know the lazier you are the the greater the consequence on the other end you know you may have some real dynamic, awesome ideas to <laughs> bring about a better society or put you guys, you know, your family in a better financial situation. But because you're lazy, you're really hindering things that could really be beneficial to your family and procrastinate. If I've dealt with procrastination, I want to say throughout my whole life, but in this season of my life, I'm a lot better. Um, but procrastination can definitely be a poison. That can be a fast or a slow poison. It all depends on how you look at it. But either way, there's consequences at the end of it. Um, envy, being jealous, envious of other people and uh, where they are in life. You know, some people I was noticing, like even uh, watching uh, uh, different like Instagram stories and Facebook stories. You can spot the haters. You know, you can spot people who don't like what somebody else is showing them, even though they're only seeing a snippet of somebody else's life. They can be very envious of that person instead of doing their own work themselves. And um, so that can be a poison, being envious and jealous of others, what they have, what they don't have, whatever. Um, but let me go into a couple of other ones. So let's see. 
gluttony. I mean, you want to lose weight, but you're gluttony. So this is no this is no stab at nobody. I'm just saying it's a poison because it causes all kind of health issues. It can it's just not good, right? Um, unforgiveness. This is a poison like nobody's business, and 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 this is what I really kind of want to tap into because I can talk into these other ones. But let's stay on unforgiveness for a minute before I go to any more. Um, so I've been having a lot of conversations over just this um, this summer, all the way into the fall and whatnot, and it's crazy to me how many people walking around with unforgiveness. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend that I hadn't seen in in a, in a while. I haven't seen this this brother in, in a few years. And we begin to talk about different areas of unforgiveness and how we are all like, especially as men being challenged by other men in that area of pride and whatever else. And that unforgiveness was really, really trying to creep up that offense and unforgiveness. Right. Because offense is, is definitely a poison, too. And so when him and I was talking, you know, he was sharing me that him and his son is not in a good place. They probably all. Uh almost went to fisticuffs. If they didn't fight, they probably did or got close to it and with some other things involved. And it's just crazy to me because as a father, I can tell he was lightweight struggling with the unforgiveness. And I was like, hey, when's the last time you kind of fasted for the kids and, and different things? And and uh, conversation ensued. Right. I had a couple of stories about unforgiveness and people dealing with their anger. And I said, you know, maybe when you get to a place where you can completely release your son. In other words, your son has caused some kind of offense in your life and maybe he's not acting right, but maybe you can get to a place as the mature one, as the more uh, spiritually sound one. You can forgive him first because it becomes like a double edged sword. I said, once you forgive him, that's saying, "Okay, God, I release him to you. I take my hands off of the situation and you just pray for him and keep him moving. But it's a lot of people that's feeling justified in their their unforgiveness. I mean, I mean, sincere. And I'm not saying what they experienced before is justified by any means. I'm not condoning a woman being hit. I'm not condoning uh, a woman taking advantage of a man taking his finances or lying to him. But I'm not condoning those things. But what I'm saying is to release you so that God can handle or deal with that other person. You got to let that thing go. You know, I had a I had a conversation with a, with a brother who the wife's his girlfriend's uh, not wife, but his girlfriend's son lied on him and it almost cost him. If it did, it cost him some jail time or whatnot. And this brother was like, I know he was mad. I know he was mad. I know he, you know, preferably he don't deal with that anymore. But for a season, he was really dealing with that unforgiveness. And that poison was kind of eating away at him. And what I've realized over this um, it's like a common thread uh, with all the people that I've been talking to over these last several months. The common thread is what happened to people. They're feeling justified on holding on to these hurts and these, this baggage. And so the poison is that it, it's stopping them from moving forward in life, period. It's stopping them from having successful relationships. It's stopping them from learning how to truly trust people again. It's stopping them from giving their heart because they're they're too much, uh, too much. <laughs> they are worried so much about people taking advantage of them and all those things. And I'm not saying don't guard yourself or protect yourself to a certain degree, but I think that unforgiveness is such a, that's a poison like nobody's business. You know, I, I had a meme, um, 
it was a picture that I had and I shared. This is a while ago. It said, unforgiveness is, is like a poison. It's like drinking a poison, expecting somebody else to die from it. So in other words, that unforgiveness is you constantly drinking that poison. And you're, you, you think you're justified. And so you walk around with all this baggage when the other person is living their life. And I'm not saying their life is grand. They could be going through all kinds of hardships because of their past behavior. But for you, I would say get rid of that junk. So that poison, man, that unforgiveness is big. And if that's you, I would really challenge you to go before yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? Do I really need to hold on to this? Is it really benefiting me or my family? So hopefully by you hearing those small stories, because I can go on and on about unforgiveness. Hopefully it's time for you to put down that poison and pick up some healing in that area. And if you don't know how to necessarily do it, find somebody you can actually trust to talk to um, that'll help you in this season of your life. Because sometimes it gets it gets hard talking to the wrong people because you can talk to the wrong person. And if they're dealing with some hurts that they haven't let go yet, they're going to justify how you feel. Nah, girl, you should do this. Nah, uh, homie, you should do this. And it's like they're not giving you any kind of sound advice because they're coming from a hurt place themselves. So I really hope this is help when it comes to unforgiveness. But other thing is, um, let's talk about another poison. Bad habits. Oh, my goodness. You got to put them things down, people. Put them down. Bad habits. A lot of us have a lot of bad habits. And listen, we can't be upset by the results that we get because we haven't changed our habits. You know, um, there was a uh, there was this uh, 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 like these 10 quotes that I had got years and years ago. And one of them, it never left me. This is because I'm a believer. You know, I believe God and, and whatnot. And the, the quote said, today I replace my bad habits with good ones. Um, for I now know I can do all things through Christ Jesus who, who strengthens me. Right. But even if you're not a believer, just take the first part of that. Today, I replace my bad habits with good ones. But if you don't take the time to recognize what those bad habits are, you can continue to repeat the same process if you have poor spending habits. So instead of going to Starbucks five days a week, go to save some money. Instead of watching 90 hours of TV, watch two. <laughs> instead of watching uh, binge watching six episodes or something, watch four and save those other two for being productive in some other area. Me, I would say save those other two hours or whatever, however long the episodes are and work on your personal goals, your, your character, read a book, something that's going to benefit you uh, later in life instead of just read, you know, watching TV, binge watching. So poor habits, bad habits. It's time to replace those bad habits with good one, people. Um, poor time management. Listen, I think I used to be so anal, but what it was funny was it helped the people around me because poor time management. Like, uh, I'm the type of person that like to show up on time. I don't know why I was so anal about that growing up. I really, really don't. But if, if someone say the barbecue was at three, I was that guy who showed up at three o'clock. <laughs> I end up setting up, especially when you're dealing with black folks. My goodness. They say black people time is man. Listen, that's real. If the party say three o'clock, look, show up at six because the food is just coming out and it's it's hilarious because you get there and you're like, why ain't nobody here yet? How come I'm always the first one? So I had to learn how to stop doing that. 
because I end up helping setting the party up and all I don't mind helping, but she's so poor time management. I think um, for me, I, don't, I didn't like being late at work. Uh, when I got to pick up the kids, I'll call them ahead of time. Um, I'll leave house early, those kind of things. But it helped me uh, manage my timing skills. Um, but if you got poor time management, that means to me you're not taking things uh, seriously. Poor time management and saying is, uh, say, for example, you got to meet somebody at a restaurant and you're just now leaving the house when you're supposed to already be at the restaurant. That means you're not taking that other person in, in the time that they took to get their own time into consideration. So that's a poison to me personally because it, it results in messing up friendships, messing up relationships and all these other things. Extra headaches. Uh, another poison. Addictions. Um, and, and now nah, see, I don't want to, I don't want to sound all judgmental, but I've been around addiction my whole life, literally my whole life, man. And, uh, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's sugar food, it, I've been around addiction like many of you who are listening. And I just had a conversation with a, with a young man who is now dibbling and dabbling in a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, hard drugs, drinking, in, in his mind, because he's smart, he thinks it's okay. And it hurts my heart to hear him reason because he's smart. He thinks he's figured it out. And so that's a poison that I, I really try to tell him. I'm like, look, check this out. It doesn't end well. And he's like, oh, I've only done it this many times. And I, but I'm like, you keep doing it. You don't see any wrong in it. Well, if I, if I, if I figure out in my mind that it's nasty, I don't get addicted. I'm like, I don't know where you get that logic from. But all I can do, because I'm a praying man, I'll go in prayer for him. And it hurts my heart because I've been knowing this young man for many, many, many years. That's six or seven, eight years now. And now he's grown and he's, you know, dibbling and dabbling in things that I would never do. And it's no judgment, but I, I've seen this road too many times. I've seen the smart ones and the dumb ones get really addicted really quick and the money that they got saved up they thought they had and the family that they had they gave it all away for drugs uh, because their drugs begin to take over you know um, one saying we should say in the hood was you know at the beginning you're the one doing the drugs um, but in the end the drugs are doing you so addictions watch your addictions people and addiction can be so much more than just drugs obviously it can be television addiction could be uh, playing the victim. That can be an addicted, uh, addiction. Um, addiction to power. Uh, addiction to attention. There's so many addictions you can have. And so I just say, watch them. That is a poison, nonetheless. Right? And the other one is fear and pride. And, and I'm trying not to make this too long, but fear and pride, you already know how to deal with those things. Anxieties, worries, doubts, fear. Some, some people um, that I've noticed have uh, created fears in their mind for things that haven't even happened yet or won't even happen. But that fear is stopping their their growth and maturity in, in, in some areas of their life. So I say face your fear and get to a point where you can just get rid of it and just step forward. Say, forget it. I don't know what's going to happen around the corner. I really don't know how to start this business, but I need to get it started. Um, OK, I need to connect with some people that's doing what I want to do. Um, fear. And then the other one was pride, right? Pride is such a poison. And I think I've dealt with it where to the point where, um, God showed up. Listen, if you made it this far, let me, let me tell you about a, a real situation that happened to me. 
So me and my ex was going to a store one time and I just it was just heavy on my heart to stay instead of going to hang out with the family. I stayed with her. And so I go to the um, store and when I went to the store, I come home and then her and I went to like Dimple Records somewhere. I go in Dimple Records and I see my name. I'm just like really shortening the story. I see my name three different times. And I mean, my initials, my name, KD Steele, Ken Steele, Ken Steele. And then and the guy says my name. And then when I picked up this um, this divider where the music is, uh, music CDs were on the back of it, it said pride comes before destruction. And on the back, on the bottom part, I flipped it over, it said cold, dead hands. And immediately I, I call the ex over and she she looks at me. She says, babe, what are you being prideful about? And let me keep it a buck. I think the first thing that that came to mind was I was drinking those energy drinks. And one thing that was happening with the energy drinks was every blue moon, something would happen with my vision. And uh, I'm like, wow, I would get the jitters. It was just really, really bad. So the caffeine and the different things. And and because I was a trucker, um, I wasn't um, I was taking those energy drinks to kind of stay up because I was I was driving at night or long days. So I was justifying me drinking energy drinks and all that kind of stuff. All that crap gave me like kidney stones. It's a whole nother story. But my point was I wasn't being obedient in that area. And it was messing with blood pressure. It was messing with my vision at one point. I mean, thank God that stuff is gone. But my vision, like sometimes I I can tell that my left eye, it was weird. Uh, Some of that vision was going away. And I was like, what? I go into prayer like, Lord, what is this? And I didn't know. And then I started associating. I said, oh, it would happen the days I would drink those energy drinks. And then it went from the left eye to the right, like it was rotating. And so to me, I was like, oh, God has given me a glimpse um, of this, of my behavior. This was my poison because I don't drink alcohol and none of that stuff. But this was something that was going to cause me to go blind. Um, this was something that was messing with my blood pressure. And then I found out drinking all those energy drinks can swell your heart and then having high blood pressure for a long time can swell your heart. Like it's it was crazy to see all the things that was associated with me drinking sodas and energy drinks and all that kind of stuff. So I had to learn how to pick that poison and say, OK, let me get get that out of my life. And I'm still dealing with it from time to time. Every once in a while, I'll have something. But it wasn't as frequent frequent as I was. And I've gotten to the point now. I'm just like, man, let me drink some water, <laughs> some cranberry juice, because this other stuff ain't working. So it's your boy. I'm, I'm glad y'all stayed with me this far. And I hope one of these stories have really, really helped. Um, but I thank you guys. I thank you guys for donating. I thank you guys for support. I thank you that hopefully this has inspired somebody to put the poison down. You know what I mean? Whatever your poison is, find it, get it, kill it, get it away from you. Um, and it's your boy, K. Steele, words of wisdom. And you can reach me. Oh, tap into the YouTube. I say a, a couple of different things on the YouTubes. Got some little interesting videos up there. It's under Creative Ambition, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Um, same with Twitter for Kendrick Steele and Facebook, Kendrick Steele, like standing still, S-T-I-L-L. And Instagram, Creative Ambition. So I love you. I appreciate y'all more than you know. Um, it's your boy and I'm out.